0: sun glinted off the heavy silver belt buckle he wore the thick corded muscles of his arms bulged as he squeezed the grip of a two-headed axe in his right hand they were camped at the edge of a forest saddle-packs bed-rolls and a metal shield with two crossed axes in the centre rested beside a spotted brown pony and a handsome black stallion both staring at him from the shade of the trees Tall elms reached into the sky overhead. Broken rays of sunlight cut through the canopy of multicolored leaves and warmed the chill from his skin. What happened? he asked, startled by the sound of his own deep voice. That is what we're wanting to know, young fella, the dwarf said from behind the elf's shoulder. We dragged your scrawny butt out of the river this morning, so what are you fur? Why was ye shot? Out with it, afore we throw ye back in. The dwarf raised his axe and slammed the shaft back into his other palm. "'Mind yourself, Nayland Thunderfoot,' Zarek admonished. "'Do you really think he means this harm?' He offered the cup once more. "'Here, drink this.' The fresh berry-like aroma tingled his senses. A slight taste was enough for him to eagerly slurp it all down. It was invigorating, and immediately brought him strength, clearing his mind. He looked up as though seeing them for the first time. You are Lusulfar, so he said to Zarek, and then looked to Nayland. And you, Tokulfar? Nayland looked to Zarek nervously. He gripped his axe in two hands. What madness is this? He's an elf, and I'm a dwarf. The dwarf that's going to bash your head in if you don't tell me what you're about. Calm down, Nayland, Zarek said, stepping back. Calm down? you telling me to calm down when this one comes bobbing his way down river nearly dead just this morning and now he's quoting the names for elves and dwarves that haven't been spoken out loud in a thousand years ay you want me to calm down he stomped to the other side of the camp and picked something up turned and launched what appeared to be a spear it whistled through the air and thumped into the ground beside him he scurried back sudden memories of piercing pain shooting through his body He instinctively rubbed the scar on his chest. The spear was a source of his pain. He could almost still feel it sticking through his body, but he could not remember much else of what had happened. His memories were like smoke drifting on the wind, always so close, but flitting out of reach when he tried to close his hand around them. He searched his mind. Images of angry dark faces came at him from out of a fog, the spear erupting from his chest. The sudden shock of feeling pain throughout his body and the strange sensation of weightlessness as he was hoisted up and tossed into the wild waters of a swift moving river. The cold water had stunned him as it spilled into his mouth, cutting off the flow of air into his one good lung. As he had slipped under the surface, clouds of murky red floated out from his body and blurred his vision. Light slipped into darkness and back to light. As he resurfaced, coughing and spitting. Time came and went, and finally the feeling of no longer being alone when gentle hands pulled him from the water. I'll calm down when he tells me how it is that we pulled this thing from his chest not two hours ago, and now he sits here, drinking your broth, like nothing happened. He looked up at the two men standing over him. Who are you? Nayland pressed. Where are you from? Why would somebody shoot ye? Nayland! Zarek blocked Nayland from advancing on him. By all the gods, give him some time to understand what has happened. Nayland looked out from behind Zarek, hefting his axe, but came no farther. I don't know, he answered. Mixed images and the sounds of dragons screaming in pain flashed through his mind. A sense of urgency drove him to his feet. A wave of dizziness caused him to misstep. A cool breeze washed over him sending shivers through his body. Nayland stood ready, holding his axe with both hands. "'You don't know nothing? Aye, that's very convenient,' he said, nodding his head at Zarek. "'I don't know how you can even be standing.' "'Perhaps it would be wise if you rest a while longer,' Zarek said. He helped him ease back down to sit on the log. "'What kind of spear is this, then? Hollow in the middle, the way it is. I never seen the like,' Nayland said. He grabbed Zarek by the arm and led him to the other side of the camp. There's something ain't right with this one. Mark me word.